Jersey Judah, back with another episode or another segment of an episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Alright. I needed some of this green tea. You guys know how hard I go with green tea. It's 8.30 a.m. Now, I am currently at my job until 3. And I was listening to, this morning, a live stream two days ago, which, by the way, it is Tuesday, the 30th. I was listening to a live stream called The Sunday Sermon by a content creator that I've mentioned on here a good amount of times, uh, Hammerhand. Hammerhand uh, did a stream talking about just pearly things and real femme sapien. Now, let me let me just place a disclaimer into this conversation because we're not playing any clips. I just want to speak on this live that I see. I don't agree with just pearly things 100%. I definitely don't agree with MGTOW, the MGTOW monk, Hammerhand, 100%. I try to be very neutral. I want to hear both sides. Now, the commotion that is going on that is taking place is simply put, uh, pearly things, just pearly things is... A chameleon, just like Roma Army, and then apparently uh, Real Fem Sapien is also a chameleon. And this is this is the problem that I kind of have with certain content creators. Now, I don't think, and I've said it before, every woman that comes um, to this space to talk about these discussions aren't necessarily chameleons, but they are women. Now, why do I say that? And why being a woman is so important? Well, you're talking about things in the male space, a.k.a. the manosphere, right? So you should probably be willing to endure criticism from both sides. Because remember, these women who speak out against, you know, uh, feminazis and all this other shit, well, they're going to get attacked by the feminists and by the guys who suspect them of being chameleons, being grifters, girly grifters. That's why I should call the episode the girly grifter. It's And why do I say, as, all right, so as a woman, you're obviously going to get more attention. You can be talking about the same exact thing that all of us talk about. But because you're a woman, because you may or may not be attractive, you're going to get a lot of guys. Now, a lot of these guys are simps. So be it. But that's the truth. Now, am I saying that every woman, the Melanie Kings, he mentioned Nola girl as being a, a chameleon, which ironically, I never I haven't heard from her since uh, maybe 2015. That's when her last video was made, I think. I think... Certain women, and I think it's going to become watered down. The red pill women out there, right? 
what's going to happen is there's going to be somebody who comes in, maybe they already came in, and oversaturate, right? So the format changes. But at the same time, they're going by the algorithms because they're trying to make the most bank. You hear Just Pearly Things talk about donations all the time on her videos. Do I pay attention to it? Yes. I take mental notes. I don't agree with somebody 100%. I'm not going to be 100% behind somebody that I do not personally know. That is logical. But I think the thing is, when you get into these echo chambers, what happens is if you say something different than the next person, then you're all of a sudden public enemy. It's like you can't have your own fucking opinion. But I believe uh, women are women are um, necessary um, in this space. I do believe I still believe it. I believe that these women should be uh, monitored. I believe that guys should pay close attention to what they say as well as what they do, of course. But I'm not really with the no women allowed shit, but I just know that most of the women who come on here or come on to these platforms, they just look for they look for BS. They look for problems. They're all about gossip. It's in their nature. So you kind of just take it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? You kind of just have to deal with it. Um... I played an episode with just pearly things. And here's my here's my thing. She's not going to help men. She's going to help women. See, when women get onto these talking points and they talk about things in the male space, I think it is to educate and prepare modern women. I don't think that they're aiming their shit directly towards men. Now, for a real femme sapien, pretty attractive Hispanic chick, yeah, she may use her sex appeal. She's a woman. You can't say that these women are bad when a lot of you guys are giving bitches uh, money monthly on OnlyFans for doing the same thing. And not teaching you nothing. Just teaching you how to waste money. So I don't know. I don't know. I know I'm going to be in this bitch until 9 o'clock, so we got a good 25 minutes remaining. I'm going to break this down into separate parts. We're going to see how this goes. But, you know, the female are the the girly grifter, they do exist. I think if you have somebody like, I don't know, uh, Roma Army, who, I think it's Snake Before You Sleep, did a uh, expose, exposing Roma Army. You guys should check that out. Because, you know, in the beginning, you see this chick tatted up. And look, I'm not like your other traditional guy. Like, I don't find tattoos to be unattractive, especially if I'm a man with tattoos myself. But you have this bitch with, like, crazy neck tattoos. Like, like, like she's like a fucking female prisoner. Like, she's been locked up for 15 years of her life. 
She's coming on here talking about she's on the men's side and all this, going extremely too hard for men. You should have known something was up. Should have known something was up. And there you have it. What is she? Single mother. Oh, yeah, I'm a men's rights activist, but I think men should be put on child support. And all of these things begin to add up. And then guys will go, well, damn, I just wasted my time, energy. A lot of guys donate money to these women. Wasted your money on a grifter, somebody who really is just a part of the hustle. I think it's funny because guys don't want to do this when it comes to PUAs. Guys don't want to do this when it comes to dating coaches, but you'll do it when it comes to a female. To me, that's weak. That's weak. So I'm just giving, I'm just doing word of mouth. I don't generally believe that uh, pearly things, just pearly things is like scamming people. I don't believe that. I believe that she is smart. She is going by the energy of the audience. If you look at, if you look at the people that are on her show, it's mostly guys, Right. And the talking points is mostly a guy's talking point. Women have not, women have just started to talk about these type of issues not too long ago. And even before then, it was pretty much underground where the red pill women or whatever they call themselves, that was underground as fuck. That, and that was a direct response to feminism. So keep in mind for a lot of you guys out there, and we talked about this last night with the article about, you know, the red pill being a group of misogynists, realize that I guess there's women who are misogynists too. Because there's women who have the same talking points as a man, but because she has a set of breasts and a vagina, she can get away with saying a lot more. We know this. This is the raw, the real, and the red pill. It's raw! Okay? I had something planned for today. I don't even know what the fuck it was. I spent about an hour since I got here at about 640, 6.45. Spent an hour and some change cutting grass, having to catch up before all these teachers come in. I had something planned, but I'll think about it. Who knows? Shout out to Hammerhand, though. Like I said, with Hammerhand, I I pretty much agree on, I would say, 75% of what he says. And from what he says, and I believe it, he's been monk. He's been on monk mode for 13 years. But this is a guy, you know, who's older. You know what I'm saying? Young men... It's going to be a challenge. If, you, if you're if you thinking of, hey, I'm just going to go my own way, and good luck, man. It's going to be a challenge. It, it, it will be the same as you being a below average guy who's destined to find a date. It's uphill battle. Sometimes you're going to have to strategize. Sometimes you're really going to have to think, all right, what is this going to get me long term? When I started doing this shit officially, consistently at 29 I was not in a good place. 
I was not in a good place. The only thing that kind of kept me sane, but also drove me even more crazier was work. It's similar to now, except now I can just compartmentalize things. Now I can just go to work, do what I have to do, go home. You know what I'm saying? And I think when I was 29, I didn't expect for me to be where I'm at today. Right. And it wasn't because of a person that I know personally. It wasn't because of people around me. It wasn't because of friends. It wasn't because of family. It was because I needed to do it. I needed to get to a better place. And ironically, for me to do so, I had to stop dealing with a lot of so-called friends. Right? Even certain family members can't deal with them. Love them, can't deal with them. And I'm the only person I have at the end of the day. I'm my own person at the end of the day, right? But there was something that um, that Hammerhand did mention that did make me think. Because there was a time where, and I talked about this before, in this red pill, like living, breathing, eating, sleeping red pill, that I've heard a lot about black pills. And black pill is at the time, from what I knew, was um, a nihilistic way of looking at life, relationships, things of that nature. Um, Throughout the years, obviously, things have changed. I think there was a misconception. I still, I'll still defend a good portion of Black Pill content creators because however they were or however that, um, however that the Black Pill was seen, it's changed today. It's evolved. Something that the red pill ironically doesn't do because we still have uh, PUAs and dating coaches out here pretty much saying that they're red pill and that is red pill. You see what I mean? And I don't have the time to argue back and forth. But Hammerhead mentioned that, you know, they just remastered, they, they just, uh, they redesigned the black pill and they made it something else. Well, that's what things are supposed to do. It's supposed to evolve, right? I don't think every person who considers themselves a black pill is a nihilist. I do think that depending on who you listen to who are black pill, there's some people that will help you and there will be some people that harm you. But that's just like the manosphere or the male space. Man, this green tea is good. It's a nice day out for right now. 77 degrees Fahrenheit. (sighs) Got a whole week to get through compared to the other weeks where, you know, it was uh, Monday through Thursday with Fridays off, but we had to work from 7.15 to 4.30. Now... We have to work from 7 to 3, Monday, Tuesday, which is today, and tomorrow being Wednesday. And then Thursday and Friday, we'll be back to my normal hours, which are 2.30 in the afternoon until 10.30. So, yeah, this this week has been uh, crazy so far. It's only in the second day. 
It's only the second fucking day of the week. But yeah, I'm taking my break. I'm chilling the fuck out. 8.44, 15 more minutes in this segment. Um, I think it's up to the people. And like I said, there's a lot of things in that article about the red pill that made a lot of sense. The red pill has become the echo chamber that people talk about not being in. Uh, Hammerhand says it himself. You don't want to put yourself into an echo echo chamber, which I understand now why a hammer hand would do a lot of work with somebody like Undead Chronic. Two completely different people. Two different perspectives, but they're able to come together and produce content. Now, Undead Chronic, I, uh, uh, you know, everything ain't for everybody. I'll just say that. Um, With them, I think the whole Kevin Samuels thing really kind of like, because eh. they were talking cash shit about, and I'll give them credit. Like they didn't like Kevin Samuels from the beginning. I mean, they'll, you'll hear a uh, hammerhand mention how Kevin Samuels is helping in a lot of ways, but they were very honest and very transparent about how they felt about uh, Kevin Samuels earlier on. So, it shouldn't be a surprise that when he dies, they would say, you know, all they said, but it's like, come on. But other than that, fuck it. I can't, what, what, why would I be upset about how somebody else feels about a particular person who, by the way, I don't know. Kev, I never knew Kevin Samuels personally. He could have been a piece of shit for all I knew, but for what his content was and for what it did. I give credit and respect. But that's the difference between me and a lot of other content creators. See, I would mention Anthony Anthony Dream Johnson. And I would mention Rolo Tomasi. Uh, Rolo Tomasi in one sentence. Why? Because, number one, these guys were fucking damn near butt buddies in the fucking beginning of all this. And I'm not saying that as an insult, but these guys were at least appeared to be very close. But you'll always find these sort of, you know conventional masculinity guys and all of these guys kind of click together just for a common cause but greed gets in the way fuckery gets in the way fraudulent behavior fraudulent activities get in the way and then all of a sudden there's a divide so what you have is you got your philosophers right your red pill philosophers your role tomasis and things of that nature separated from the PUA slash dating coach slash advice coach type of group. Now, the PUAs, some PUAs will say the red pill is bullshit, but they have the same talking points as the PUA light or red pill light, which is PUA of the red pill. Very confusing. So it's this whole journey for me has just been a complete mind fuck. All right. Um, I've learned a lot about myself in that process and, and what I should talk about and what way that I should go with my content. That being said, I'm not, I'm not on here to really promote anything. If you, if you guys notice, um, I still am writing a book, but when I finish the book, I'm, I'm just going to make it a PDF. I don't make it free. I don't fucking care. I'm already working, so, I mean, I wouldn't mind extra money, but 
if it's something that I love to do, I, I, in a way, I'd rather not get paid for it because then comes the responsibility. Where it's like, I already take this podcast as a responsibility, but to be scheduled and to have people tell you what you should talk about, how you should talk about it, just to make some extra income, you're going to like the income. But then after a while, I think with a lot of people, they just, they hate themselves because they've walked away from who they truly are to be somebody else to get money. PUAs, as I spoke of before, uh, PUAs are no different than the prosperity of pastors and preachers. Preachers, they they sell you a dream, right? They, it's funny because when they talked about the red pill in the article last night that we went over, they mentioned it only from the aspect of PUAs. They didn't mention it from self-development. They did not mention it once. And I'll just give a recap. Uh, apparently from this article, guys who are red pill are misogynist, um, we're rapists. That's what they said. We also are alt-right. We're also white supremacists. And we're autistic. I'm not making any of this shit up. You didn't check out the last episode. Check it out. It's definitely a mind fuck. But yeah. With everything going on, I think there's just confusion all along the board. With the red pill, the black pill, the misconception of the red pill is that every guy who's red pill is this macho man, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan replicant or this gym rat pickup artist. And that's not the case. Right. The misconception of the black pill is black pill are a bunch of doomers, nihilist and people that hate themselves and hate the reality that they're in. That is also a misconception. I think you can find those people in each sector, sure, you can find those people, but I don't think they're a representation of the entire uh, landscape of what we have. That being said, I think it's always important that you evaluate yourself. You don't want to be in an echo chamber. That's why I always move around in the content and in the space of, okay, MGTOW, all right, maybe somebody who's an incel has something informative to talk about. Maybe somebody who's true force loneliness has something to talk about. Maybe someone from a black pill perspective has something to talk about. I can't, I, I will not personally separate myself from any sector besides pickup artists. Besides the pickup artists. I think in a lot of ways, a lot of people, damn near everybody who's in this talking point has something to offer whether it's a personal experience, whether it's things they've learned along the way that can help others, or just some miscellaneous shit, you know. There shouldn't be rules to this. There should not. If a woman wants to come and consider herself red pill, then she knows what she's signing up for. She's going to get criticism from both sides. Now, some criticism is fair. Some criticism is actually constructive criticism. Other times it's just, oh, this is a female. She's a she's a chameleon. And I think it's natural at this point for a lot of us to jump to those conclusions. But I think we should um, let them do what the fuck they do anyway, because even if they are uh, uh, 
even if they are grifters, even if they are chameleons, what can you do about it? Because if you try to expose them, it will just make you look like you're the hater, you know. And I'm not saying that um, Hammerhand by any way, shape, or form is a hater. I'm just saying that that's how it's going to look. I'm sure he doesn't give a fuck about that. Just like I wouldn't if I was in his position. But women are going to be women. I'd rather have women talk about these subjects to other women and ways of helping them than just to have a bitch on OnlyFans showing her tits and getting free money from beta male providers. Just my opinion. We're narrowing down the time here. 25 minutes in. I have to get ready to go back in here. And deal with these people. Not too excited about it, but who the fuck cares? It's another day to get through. Another day closer to the grave. But it is what it is, man. Um, Like I said, people, you kind of have a right to like whoever you want to like. But I think some people are there to help and some people are there to grift. You know, my thing was always guys who point out other people making money off of their audience while doing the same. I can never understand that. It's like, oh, well, you know, this guy only asked for cash apps and donations. And then later on in the show, if you feel like donating, it's like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Come on. I think now people, and like, I'm a rare case. I'm a rare subject in which I found the red pill in my late 20s. So... I can't be brainwashed in that sense. I can't. I'm already unplugged. I've already understood the realities of life earlier on. It's just I wasn't introduced to the red pill until my late 20s. And it hit. Everything hit me at once. Which can be very terrifying that you find out that most of the things that you have been told to about women are a lie by women. When I talk about the stages of rage, you're going to look past at your relationships. You're going to look past, you're going to look at the past interactions you have with women. And then it all makes sense. Oh, well, this woman was only around for your money. This woman was only around for your validation. She was only around for your compliment. Once you lose the money, you lose that attention. Is this all women? It's most. I'll say that. It's most. Sure. Because if a man ain't dating an ugly bitch, then a bitch ain't dating a broke nigga. That's just the facts. It would be a fair exchange... Except the beauty that women have is usually painted on. It's usually drawn on their faces every morning. And the looks that men have are just looks that he's born with. It's his genetics. Men can't change their genetics. 
You know what I'm saying? You can only go go crazy, do like what these other crazy motherfuckers do, get plastic surgery, get a better jawline, get all these things, and maybe you'll have confidence. Who the fuck knows? Anyway, this will just be part one. I guess I will be breaking this down into three parts. I'm going to try to do something at 12. If I don't, then I'll just do something after, and it will probably be the same time length as last night's episode. So, with all that being said, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah, Crimson Capsule Chapel, be right back. But for now, peace. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Thank <laughs> you.
cracking after this last track um on this episode by the way we got two videos one talking about why black pill is bad and another one talking about why red pill is bullshit also we're going to get into why i now believe which i kind of always believed in my head that the wall is like a myth in a lot of ways and there's ways to prove that the wall is is strictly a representation of uh, biology. And we'll get into all that when the time comes. But for now, I'm going to listen, play another one of my tracks before we get this shit cracking. I call it Moon Rock. And um, yeah. Oh, 
this shit cracking all right let's not let's not waste any time matter of fact let's bring back an old intro that i used to play about a year or so ago the old school uh, uh, when when you're taking the red pill you are pretty much being unplugged from the matrix anyway so without further ado Jersey Judah, back, round two, second part, second part of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. We talked a little bit about the chameleons, um, suspected chameleons. Just Pearly Things is under the spotlight for some reason. Real Fem Sapien. Who, by the way, I've referenced these people a lot. So I cannot pretend that these people, these women, are not in one way, shape, or form helping getting the information out there. Now, whether people feel that it's watered down or not, that's up to them. I think a lot of the people that sit back and bullshit, they're not really putting in no work themselves. I think that's what it is. And when and when women get to a certain point, I mean, like I said, I started off with the same attitude. Like, what's a woman doing in the manosphere? What's a woman doing in the male space? What's the woman doing within the red pill? Right. But we're moving on. What we got going on. Two clips. I would mention the content creator, but I don't fucking remember. And one guy, he's like a fucking tool. Like a, a fucking gym rat telling you that the red, pill, the red pill is bullshit. And we got another guy who feels that the black pill can be too harsh. And I can agree. Sure. The red pill is... Well, alright. So the black pill are like harsh realities. It has became that. Okay. Previously, from what I believed what it, that it was in the beginning, I thought it was just a group of nihilistic men who just given up on dating. Uh, apparently, that's not the case, and I stand corrected. But I've stand corrected on numerous occasions. 
uh, one of my most popular episodes would be the episode on MGTOW, which my opinions, now understanding what it's all about, now understanding that there is good and bad in essentially everything within this world. So you have to take sort of the good with the bad. So we're going to get into a lot of criticism from the red pill and the blue pill, and I will be connecting. I've done this in the past, but I'm doing it again. I'm going to be connecting comic book uh, characters, not necessarily specific superheroes and villains, but equating the red pill to anti-heroes, right, is probably the most accurate thing. Matter of fact... Okay. Uh, anti-hero. Here's the definition Thank of you. anti-hero. Thank you. A central character in a story, movie, or drama who lacks conventional heroic attributes. Okay. Conventional heroic attributes. Okay. These, and the reason why I would say most, most red pill guys or most guys who go by this philosophy of uh, the red pill and even MGTOW to an extent, they are the anti-heroes. They're going against the norms. Whatever character, they, they lack the characteristic to be walked on and stepped on. That's the characteristic that they lack. The heroes would essentially be Blue Pill, or the heroes would be any man before finding any realization within uh, intersexual dynamics, however you want to put it. And we're going to get into all that. Matter of fact, what do I want to get into first, man? We're also going to be talking about how the wall. Um, we're also going to be talking about how the wall. Is only biological. So the phase of, you know, not being able to find a man, the biological clock. Ticking, tick tock, tick tock while she shakes her ass. Excuse me, while she shakes her ass on TikTok, TikTok. But the wall aspect coming from more or less the epiphany, the epiphany stages, which Rolo Tomasi has mentioned. I've heard him word the wall as epiphany phases. And I agree, but I feel that there is several epiphany stages for a woman. Um, like one of the final would be the um, biological clock ticking, not being able to find a husband, not being able to find a man to be head of a household. I think that is a wall. I don't think the wall is necessarily physical. But I think we'll get into the videos before we jump into, because I have a lot of shit written down, believe it or not. I tend to do a lot of research myself. And I've I've came up with some uh, some things. Like I said, we're gonna go over comic books. Well, not comic books in general, but comic characters. Red pill representing antiheroes. Uh, the blue pill representing superheroes, and the black pill representing the villains. Right. And I'm gonna be breaking all that down. Uh, but let's get into the videos first. All right, we're gonna get into the fuckery. I forgot which one. I think this is black pill. This guy is going against Black Pill. So let's take it here. Yeah, this whole idea of the Black Pill 
which is that if you're not good looking enough, that there's going to be uh, insurmountable barriers that are in front of you throughout life or that you can, it's impossible to be attractive to the opposite sex without having certain facial structure or uh, put another way with a, with a certain facial structure, you will be attractive inevitably. I disagree with that. I think black pill goes too far. I think red pill might be okay, which is like, you know, we cannot follow the Disney model of what it takes to be attractive to the opposite sex. We can't just be the nice guy or whatever the, you know, be nice, be charming, and you will be attractive. There is more to it. Yeah, we should optimize the way we look, do our best to uh, be our best physical self. But my experience in the world of attraction in like studying PUA to a certain degree is that a man's attractiveness to the opposite sex is not ex- certainly not exclusively based on the way he looks. And see where guys like him fall off. It's always, it's almost the same guys, right? For some reason, red pill specifically equals PUA. There is nothing we can do about it. I'm very close to separating myself from it indefinite because every time that somebody mentions red pill, the first group that they'll mention are PUAs. I mean, the top fucking frauds of the male space have to be the PUAs. This is why I stated before, there are most red pill guys despise PUAs just as much as incels. That would probably be one of them. One of, believe it or not, Several things that incels would agree with with um, guys who consider themselves red pill. They despise PUAs because all of the bad reputation that has came along with the red pill, it has been connected to pickup artistry one way or another. Utter bullshit. Right. Like I tell people all the time in one on one chats you could be the best looking guy, but if your behavior is uh, weak, if your personality is soft, you're not going to be attractive. Male attractiveness to the opposite sex has to do with it, you know, to the way you look, the way you look to a certain degree, but it has a, a huge component of it is your personality and utter bullshit. Utter bullshit. <coughs> utter bullshit. The first thing he said was looks. Yeah, it's based on looks. Is it solely based on looks? No. Is it initially, at first, solely based on looks? Yes. Dating apps? Yes. Give me a fucking break, man. This He probably got this shit from some fucking dating guru. One of these fucking schmucks out here. Like, like given everything, just a bad fucking name, man. Then you got a guy, he'll talk about, oh, PUA is red pill. Mention Coach Greg Adams, an excellent example of the red pill. He's so excellent that he can actually get away with doing the cringy conventions. He's one of the only people that can do it, that I can still listen to. You got to understand, like, for me, it's easy for me to listen to these guys because I'm 30, I'm 33 myself. I'll be 34 next month. 
I came across this shit pretty much the last minute, late 20s. The last minute I've came across this information and it has changed my life drastically. But I have to be honest, there is a lot of positives and a sure as fuck a whole lot of negatives to it. And I've never been a person that says the red pill is for everyone. It is absolutely not for everyone. The black pill, just from its reality that it gives, I don't think that it's for anybody like any of the younger generation. Like Gen Z should probably stay as far away from the black pill as possible. But for me, I I could just now appreciate uh, the red pill. I can appreciate it. But the black pill and the information and a good amount of these content creators who, unironically enough, I don't consider them black pill. I I just consider them red pill to an extent of uh, self-development. Oh, your looks maxing. Okay, that's the same shit that a fucking costume alpha red pill guy will tell you. That's why I always connect the red pill and and the black pill. It's just the reaction of the red pill. Now, previously, I would say you come across this information and it can be a red pill. It can help you. Right. There's one aspect of it that that it can generally help. But if you're lazy and you don't want to do shit with your life, and you want to mope and complain, it's easy to take the black pill. It would be easy to just throw in the towel and forget about it. When I say throw in the towel, I mean throw in the towel when it comes to uh, relationships. And by my personal experience, genuinely um, connecting with women in general, besides uh, business and uh, professional matter. You know what I'm saying? Because if you aren't that guy... You're not going to get the options. That's just how dating works. Dating is modern day Darwinism. But theoretically speaking, it's always been that. It's just in previous years, there wasn't this technology that granted women access to so many men. See what I mean? So today you have guys who I've said before and I'll say again and I myself will be a part of it. If I'm going to deal with a woman, it's going to be one woman. Now, a lot of red pill PUA guys will tell you that that's a weakness. But, hey, you know, if you let these guys lie to you with their notch counts, I mean, it's just fucking embarrassing to just sit back and believe, to sit back and know that guys like him who's speaking paid attention to those PUAs and believed everything. Like this guy, he sounds slow. Any guy who does not have perfect facial structure can boost the personality side of the equation and become more attractive. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole, you know, the whole PUA world, and I'm not talking about PUA and all oh, pickup lines and, and shit, you know, that I'm talking like developing yourself to be a better person, bringing value that's not just physical, being, you know, um, being a person who offers value in the world, right? Um 
through your career or through your personality, bringing a sense of humor, bringing a sense of confidence. These are all things that can objectively speaking, make you a more attractive male. Um, so yeah, this idea that male attractiveness to the opposite sex is exclusively to do with facial structure or, you know, gym maxing, <laughs> I'm calling bullshit on that. And I always have. So that's another issue that I have with those communities. Can I ask you, like, when you see the demographics for, like, the channel viewership, I've noticed my, my skews were, like, way male, like a crazy amount male to the point where it's surprising where when you see a woman talk about and it's, it's like when a woman enters the conversation. And it's kind of surprising because you would expect for this sort of topic, like, could be maybe more woman-dominated because beauty and makeup and things like that are clearly woman-dominated subjects. But... And, yeah. What's been your experience, like in, in the demographics that you've seen for your memberships and stuff like that, or like you on calls? Oh man, if you go to my YouTube uh, studio analytics, it says one hundred percent male. So yeah, my demographic cool. is primarily males, twenty five to thirty five, but then there's some males fifteen to twenty five, and some males uh, thirty five to forty five, and then. Uh, you know, it's it's progressively less and less the older you get. Now, my chats are probably 80-20 men to women. So I, you know, probably one in every personal chat that I do is a female, which disagrees with my YouTube analytics, which is telling me that 100% of my audience is male. So there's some disconnect there between the analytics and the actual viewership. But, yeah, it's overwhelmingly young men. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that there's maybe maybe girls just sign up. Maybe they'll leave a comment in, in the thing like that. No, we probably won't because like maybe they just sign up as male because that's just another thing to do on the internet. Um, yeah, and I think if I don't know if it's necessary to give advice, but like I would I would encourage the young men to not only talk to young men about this topic, but you can talk to girls about the topic, and they'll probably. Uh, Sell black pill type stuff. Uh, black yeah. pills definitely too far. If you're if you're black pill, you need to not be. Simple. All right. So all right. All right. All right. So I'm starting to understand. So this is like red pill light. This is like these are like these are like um, prototypes of P waves. So they probably they've actually they may have just taken courses because like they're not they're not terrible looking guys. You know what I'm saying? So they took some courses, learned how to speak better. And they just believed that because of their situation, other people can do it, but other people don't have their genetics. See, that's the black pill aspect that I agree with 100%. Why would I let a nigga that looks like fucking, who can I think of? I'm old. So I like, let's say Morris chestnut. A, a Morris chestnut, a Morris chestnut looking nigga, right, is going to tell me that I can get the bitches that he can get with just words. That is fucking bullshit. That is a fucking lie, okay. And like I said, people that go along with this shit, man, especially, and I just haven't realized it. In a lot of ways, I'm selfish and forgetting that. There is definitely a possibility that a lot of young men are coming across this content. 
I do feel that it is beneficial to some, but I do feel that it's a detriment to others. Right? And as long as there's going to be uh, feminazis, there's going to be a resistance. The red pill is the closest thing to the resistance, along with MGTOW, that I can possibly think of. Black pill, the, my, my gripe in a lot of ways with black pill is that they'll dismiss anything that's considered red pill because anything that's considered PUA is considered red pill. A lot of them guys believe that shit. Now, I've mentioned the 33 Secrets. I played a couple of clips of him, but then he ended up getting exposed by another PUA. And I like the other guy. He's just funny because he points out it's like it's like a drug addict trying to expose another drug addict. You see what I mean? Like it's this PUA guy. Uh, what is it? John Anthony. John Anthony's lifestyle. And I'll give him a plug because this shit is funny because the way he exposes like he was exposing a lot of niggas because he was on the uh, he was on the Anthony Dream Johnson train. You see the 21 studio shit and they just they they don't play around. They roast niggas. I'll give them that. If I want to chuckle, I'll look at a 21 studios meme and I'll laugh because it's it's either JLP because JLP still has those allegations behind them and nothing's been going on. So that's kind of alarming on both ends of the spectrum. Because he hasn't really responded to all of the allegations of him doing what he did. But anyway, these guys will connect. Like, like, like for example, 21 Studios. Now, you know, most of these guys who go on 21 Studios don't even have an idea what the fucking red pill is. Right? It's a convention. It's like a male convention, essentially. It's not just red pill. But my thing is, like, if you're going to just like a lot of a lot of the hatred goes everywhere. So, like, those guys will talk shit about MGTOW. Now, a lot of guys slowly turned around, understandably, because I did the same thing. The difference is I don't have an influence of hundreds of thousands of people. So I'm cool. I can just go my bad. (laughs) Them niggas can't go my bad to uh, 80,000 niggas that, that watched it, followed it and went through sort of this manosphere echo chamber that a lot of people find themselves in. That's why I tend to bounce around from one sector to the next and try to get as much information and knowledge as possible. A motherfucker don't got me under contract. I'm not under contract with the red pill. See what I'm saying? Like no, nobody bounds, bounds me to a fucking group or a way of thinking, or a level of, of, of ideology, or political. See, because I've connected the dots with last night's episode, where this guy who apparently was so taken over by the red pill, he even voted for Trump, right? He, like, it, and all of a sudden, it's like, okay, everything's better now. I consider myself a feminist, and I have a girlfriend for, for three years, for the past three years. Like, all of this shit... They try to connect so many things to just a group of niggas, a group of men, like just agreeing with certain shit. Like that's all that's all the red pill really is. I mean, yeah, it's from the Matrix, but yeah, niggas just come together like, yeah, bitches, they ain't shit, right? Yeah, they ain't shit. That's pretty much it. Now, um, hypergamy, um, 
plate spinning, all this other shit that gets added onto it. Like, yeah, there's some there there's some levels to this shit, but no, it's not it's not it's not rocket science. You know what I'm saying? It's not a hate group. Now we may have some venom, and personally, I admire a man who comes on and just speaks his mind completely. Every now and then, like I said, a vent or a rant every now and then is healthy in my opinion. You know, because you got to remember, men, you know, we we are essentially by ourselves in this society. You know, if you're a single guy, which a lot of us indeed are, right? You you come to that you come to that fork in the road where you may meet a woman that you're beginning to like, but you also see yourself slipping back to being what you were before. Either either you were easily manipulated by a woman, you're just you're just a fucking simp, you're thirsty, you're giving women all of the attention. Or you just been conditioned by women in most points a mother a lot of a lot of these guys who are essentially uh blue pill are just by and and realistically speaking by the by default unaware that's all blue pill really is it's not really like an insult ignorance is bliss they don't know any better so because they don't know any better and because some people don't know any better it actually benefits them until a situation occurs until they find themselves uh, with a woman that they can't fucking stand, they can't fucking leave because they got three kids together. And once and once once the bitch once the bitch leaves, she's gonna have control over everything, including the kids. But see, some guys are better off not knowing this shit, and I realize that. And being selfish, and putting myself just in the equation of being in my late twenties, I can imagine a person in his late teens finding all of this shit out. Now, granted, he's probably going to have less experience without a doubt, but it's still going to be a rude awakening. It's still going to be a rude awakening. And I think some guys just aren't built for it. Some guys aren't built for it, man. RIP Renegade, RIP Baraka. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... And, like, man, it's it's just the cold, hard truth, man. It's that black pill within itself. It's that ultimate, harsh reality. You know, you think about yourself... Think about yourself as a child, or not even a child. You know, if you're my age in your 30s, think about yourself 10 years ago, even 15 years ago. Where you, where you would have seen yourself at today versus the reality. Now, for a lot of people who had everything set up in front of them or people who just had the determination, there's only a few of them that's gotten what they've wanted from when they were younger. You know what I'm saying? You just have to look at things for what they truly are. You don't want to get caught up with a lot of these type of women today. It's just not it, it's just not the thing, man. It's just it really isn't. You know, especially if you consider yourself a good guy, and I don't mean a nice guy, but I mean generally a a good guy, a decent guy, within uh, morals, morality. 
you know, you'll be a fucking target. Money max and niggas, niggas will money max. Simps are going to money max because that's all they have is their resources. Most guys don't understand when you start, like, when you start making money from not having shit and women start approaching you, I get angry. I get mad because that's how I know a bitch is materialistic. All these things that bitches would say otherwise of it not being true is is absolutely true. Oh, not all women. Yeah, that's cute, but still. And even if that wasn't the case of not all women, because that type of behavior is seen throughout social media and it's influential throughout pop culture. You got WAP. You got Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj. Bitches believing that they can do everything and anything. Bitches finessing men. Niggas, niggas is getting robbed by bitches. Like if you hear a lot of these uh, hip hop songs by women, it's mind blowing. Now, don't get me wrong. They be snappings. They they got bars. They put that shit together properly. I'm a fan of hip hop. Okay, <laughs> but I'm just saying. The shit they be talking about, and then you go on TikTok, they're, they're creating clones. TikTok it has become a place where they've created clones. And people know where TikTok comes from. I'm not going to get too uh, political on this one. Not yet, at least. You know where TikTok comes from. So now all the influences, the new music, if it hits TikTok and it's played on TikTok repeatedly, that song's going to automatically go up. Or if it's a new song, people are going to wonder who who made the song. That person's going to be popular just because it's on TikTok. Because people stay on fucking TikTok. It's like constant hits of dopamine. And shout out to Howard Dare. Because he proved, he, he mentioned this. It's just, it's constant hits of dopamine that everybody craves for today because of our phones. Because I don't have Wi-Fi at my job for, for some reason, I've been more clear-headed than ever. I don't, I don't know what's going on on Facebook unless I go on, like, I may check my emails on a company computer and then I might, I might go on Facebook and see what's going on, but I don't have that shit on my phone while I'm at work. And ironically enough, it makes work go by a little faster because I'm not looking at my phone because if I'm not, I'm not going through TikToks, right? But if you go through YouTube shorts, what the fuck else are you, what, what else is that? That's like TikTok 2.0. So it's the same sort of. It's the same, it's the same setup, little mini clips and shit. And you'll just swipe through, swipe through, swipe through. Next thing you know, it's been like two, three fucking hours sometimes. But that constant search of dopamine, that constant search of something that will just um, pleasantly kill our time. Right. <laughs> Something that will delightly kill our time is what we always search for. Unfortunately, with a lot of these women, they substitute that with men and men did the same with women. The only difference is. Women generally have options. The average woman has options. The average man does not. That's the truth. Uh, yeah, yeah. To put it simply, I've always recommended a balance between um, the PUA inner game type discussions and 
jaw hacking, right? Like, yes, optimize your physical appearance, but also optimize your personality development. Stay far away from PUAs as possible. Anybody who finds the red pill, my best advice would be to stay away from PUAs as far as humanly possible. If you really want that raw, real, and red pill, stay away from the PUA. And that's a PSA. Okay? Dead ass. Like, I'm tired of this shit constantly occurring. Like, every time somebody mentions red pill, they'll mention a PUA. They'll mention a pickup artist. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. PUA has always had this idea that, and I remember distinctly from a, a company called RSD, Real Social Dynamics. They've since yeah, transitioned to more of like a coaching company, like um, life coaching, business yeah. coaching type stuff. When PUAs failed, my nigga, when PUAs started to tank a little bit, these guys got a little bit more invested in changing the dynamic. Okay, instead of having teaching you how to hook up with numerous women, we'll come up with a solution for you to hook up with that one woman. Now, granted, going against the red pill, shout out to Rolo Tomasi, but that's one-itis if you ask me. The motherfucker's just telling you how to date a bitch. They're teaching you how to get one-itis. But then again, being monogamous, what else are you kind of looking for? Think about it. See, we have to go against our human nature. That's the, that is the unsettling part about the red pill. You're going against human nature in a sense. As a man, you are sort of hardwired to take care of a woman. That's, that's, that's just what it is. You are hardwired to take care of a woman, right? Now, if you do so today, and if you're one of these pushovers you're going to get annihilated by a lot of the modern day females. There, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than seeing a genuinely good guy, like a genuinely good guy get taken advantage of, get played and just get tossed to the side for someone of a better quality. It's nothing worse than seeing that. The last thing you want to tell that nigga to do is go deal with some fucking PUA slash dating coach, a.k.a. washed up fucking PUA. Still probably have like the whole like late 90s, 2000s gimmick. Essentially nobodies. Old niggas. Trying to tell the younger generation how things should be. But you're not in the generation. That's why so many people look at Andrew Tate as like that nigga. Because... He's, he's past, he's a millennial, right? But he's the exception of the typical lazy millennial. You know what I'm saying? The typical lazy millennial. I'm a millennial. Fact, good portion of my life in my 20s, I was completely fucking lazy. Not doing the activities that I was doing in the past. Completely, a, a complete, utter fucking embarrassment. I'm going to have to move this phone. Yeah, I'm going to have to move this phone. Hold on. But we'll, we'll let this guy finish because I'm not. I'm going to let this motherfucker bury himself because he should really look up a lot of these dating coaches, not dating coaches. Well, now they're dating coaches, I believe. But a lot of these old P ways, man, 
they're just they'll bury themselves. They're like piranhas. And unfortunately, the red pill has became a group of piranhas. Because really, I can personally, I can accept, I could personally accept PUAs. I can respect, I'll put it to you this way. I respect PUAs in the sense of they are essentially, whether I like it or not, a part of that beginning stage of what would be considered the red pill. That beginning stage of the red pill was without a doubt uh, seen as a result from pickup artists. That's why Mystery, he had his fucking TV show, which was cringe. Cringe. You guys already know how I feel about Mystery. Nigga looked like Bam Margera from Viva La Bam. Or at least that's how he was dressing. A real... Like one of those, like one of those people, man. It's just like, how the fuck, like, and this is before people even thought about the possibility of anything that involved numerous amount of, of cameras was in fact fake. This is where, this is at a time where people didn't really realize that reality shows were in fact fake. They were in fact predetermined. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what the fuck uh that that's what was going on at that time. So you have these guys, they'll come up all these peacocking ass niggas too. Like I think what was um Mystery had the the black nail polish, the androgynous look, like the prince look. I mentioned this before. Like K-pop, I think I mentioned this before like how these like the Japanese niggas be be wearing their clothes and shit. They're they're pretty much like they all dress like Prince or like the scene kids because I, I am in fact in one way shape or another connected to the Caucasoid the family the scene kids had a similar way like these were straight guys right black nail polish right painted fingernails black They had the edgy haircut where it's like it's either like to the extreme or like literally one side is shaved. One side is completely shaved off and the other side is shaggy as fuck. And then there's the guys who have the hair and the front of their hair covers one of their eyes. Like that's that's like the scene look, right? These are straight guys who, number one, the bitches listen to this shit, they look fucking, they look bad, they look bad. The gothic bitches, I'd still fuck a gothic bitch. Respectfully. No jokes whatsoever. But, the whole misconception of it, right, if, it's like if the red pill is literally what the red, like, if the red pill was literally just PUAs, or if it was just guys like Fresh and Fit, no disrespect to them, or if it was just, uh, who's another example of someone I can use? Nah, Fresh and Fit is good enough. If it's like Fresh and Fit, which I would say is like PUA light, because, you know, it's all like, 
it's it's not a lie that they're saying. It's just if you don't have what you have, you're gonna have the money max. They're not real, in which I guess they they mentioned. I guess in a way they mentioned some form of money maxing. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say that they don't mention it because they'll. You know, a lot of these red pill guys are in the crypto now, so you know, like you're like. If you're fucking with like cryptocurrency, like you're you're that nigga. And generally speaking, I want to get more into it. I want to get into that shit. I want to capitalize. I was actually watching. This is a random episode, anyway. So fuck it. I was actually watching a Office Space last night. It's actually one of one of the one of my hidden gems. One of my favorite movies, actually. Office Space. But the thing was, when I was growing up. And, and when Office Space was on, it was only on Comedy Central. So, you know, they skipped about everything in the fucking movie when it came to cuss words and, you know, profanity and whatnot. So I was finally able to watch that shit. And I just realized, like, that's how society feels. You see what I mean? Like, if you've seen Office Space, like, society, we all live in our little fucking boxes, our comfortable boxes, Right. We go to our regular, sometimes meaningless job. See me, I'm a proud debt. I'm I'm a, I'm a proud uh, wage slave because there's nothing else. I mean, there's a lot of things I would rather do, but because it's it's money, and because I've just been programmed to just do what I can to get what I can while I can get it, I've I've kind of just been taking it as it is. So in in most cases, when I go to the workplace, it's like I'm a mercenary. Like, I don't I really don't want to talk to people like that. Like, I really don't. And I know that's not like that's not healthy or whatever the fuck. It's just when you've been in those situations when it's not like I've never dealt with people. There's times where I have to deal with people. I just don't I don't give off like the bubbly smiles and and, and and fucking cheer up attitude. I'm just trying to get what the fuck I need done and go home. You know what I'm saying? So this summer matter of fact, fuck that. I ain't gonna talk about all this shit. Um, main, main point is if the red pill is only gonna be seen as guys like fresh and fit then I wouldn't want nothing to do with the red pill. There's a lot of guys that people just don't mention who I believe represent the positive aspects of the red pill. Casual bachelor, better bachelor. These people, just those two alone, in my opinion, bring a lot more realistic topics, things that are currently going on. It's not just a it's not just a bunch of theories. You know what I mean? It's not just a bunch of blanket statements. It's it's really it's really what it is with these guys. You know what I'm saying? But every time red pill gets mentioned, the only thing that gets mentioned is PUAs. And this guy considers himself red pill. Congratulations. But he started off just talking about how bad the black pill was. Let's just get into the red pill rhetoric real quick. All right, let's just let's just do that. 
And alright guys, what is going on? Welcome back to another video on the self-developed YouTube channel. I'm speaking a bit quiet because it is quite late here in the condo, but nonetheless want to bang out a video for you guys. Hopefully you are all having a fantastic day. As always, comment down below where are you from, what time is it, and hashtag self-developed army. Anyways guys, straight to this video. I believe I titled it, Red Pill is Bullshit, okay? Now I know this is probably going to get quite a few dislikes and uh, comments and controversy. That is fine. There's no issue with that I encourage that let's start a discussion and uh, let's jump right in so first and foremost guys what is the red pill I'm pretty sure 99% of you are familiar we have the matrix right the red pill and a blue pill the red pill associated with truth and blue pill associated with lies deceit right uh, furthering down into this matrix right so Neo of course chooses the red pill to find out the truth right of what this simulation is if you've seen the movie uh, you know now in our manosphere right the community that you and I are in red pill is associated with this truth and it's targeted towards female nature and this is amazing I think this is fantastic you know there's so many blessings and um, epiphanies that men like myself and you guys have had from this community right so here we go this is how it always starts by the way keep in mind the title of this video is the red pill is bullshit now he starts off buttering up the red pill because just like just like him I myself have came to numerous epiphanies due to specifically the red pill there's no other way that i can there's no other way that i can turn back in that aspect there's no way that i can turn back on that aspect now of course we're going to hear every negative uh aspect that comes with it shortly after i'm sure so first and foremost, I agree with a lot of the information and the the yep. knowledge that is being spread and essentially dispersed through this community, the red pill, right? But guys, my issue with it and really why I want to protect you guys and even the men who are making this content is at some point, truth is no longer truth. And what I mean by this is in the way it is disseminated. Now, you guys know that there is something in our brain called the RAS or our reticular activating system, okay? This is what formulates our confirmation bias and are essentially way we perceive the world. Now, my issue with red pill is what you need to understand, as I've said on this channel many times, is all truths are true, right? So yes, there's a lot of truth about the female nature, which is great. But my issue now, and my warning to you guys, I, I actually, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot, is you are now creating a perception and reality in which all women are evil. They're horrible. That's false. I think and I'm and I'm glad he's talking about this because now I can just completely go through this. So yes, in the beginning you will have what is called red pill rage. In fact, you may have red pill rage a lot. Now I don't think a lot of guys will just blatantly go out there and say all women are wicked, all women are evil, this and that, etc. That rarely happens. And when it happens, I'm mature enough to know when a person is venting and when a person is really trying to make a some things that I try to control is my pattern of speech and, and a form of being more introspective and in return being more transparent about what I go through. When I talk about depression, that's not necessarily a hard topic to talk about. Now, I don't, I don't believe, I mean, it's, it's, it's all about the person, I guess, but like, Depression to me 
it's a weird thing to describe, but it's there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've gotten sort of familiar with it. So I'm sort of one with it. So when I feel depressed, I will go to my usual devices in order to stimulate whatever problems that I have. And it's either music, podcasting, or other things of that nature. And when I vent and when I decide to podcast, there may be a lot of shit that I say that is completely out of pocket. I can acknowledge that. Do I apologize? No. No. I don't I don't apologize. I will not apologize. A lot of the things that I'll say, granted, you know, it will take a person could take just like any other person who has these talking points. They can just take a one minute clip. They can take not even one minute. They can take a, a, a 30 second clip. Only 30 seconds of what I said. And they and they can use that 30 seconds against me as a human being. And I accept that. I choose though not to give a fuck about it. They do the same shit with Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels did more shit for for black women than a lot of these uh so-called uh pro-blacks and all this other shit. That's just the truth. In my opinion, he's done a lot more. But certain women, they can't accept that. They'll take a 30-second clip of him telling a woman that she's average at best, and they ran with it. Even till this day, they'll go around, disrespect him, throw dirt on his name, Right. But he was doing more for y'all than than what I'm going to do, than what a lot of us are going to do. Black men. There's that there's that stage and I'm going to get back into this video where, yes, you, you do have that that venom. You do have red pill rage. But as I always said in the past, that hatred doesn't really go towards the women. It, it generally goes towards yourself. And I think that is the stage of where a man truly embraces accountability for his actions and he's able to move forward. If you can't do that, then you're not ready for this. Because past relationships will haunt you. Past relationships haunt me because of their presence. I literally get, I get messages from these bitches. I get friend requests from these old bitches. I'm not reaching out to them. I just logically know that I'm doing better in life and I have my own shit. And now these bitches want to come in for a free meal ticket. Bitch kick rocks. Now, if that scene is disrespectful to most women, who the fuck cares at this point? There's a lot of women who are just out of pocket when it comes to men in general on a day to day basis. At least red pill. A lot of red pill men at least try to. Um compartmentalize or categorize a woman at least we don't look at yes we'll say a woman's a woman but a bitch that's just on another we all know that's a female dog and that's what a lot of these women can be that's what a lot of these women are now am i saying all women no but if a woman interprets it if a woman interpretates that or if that's her impression that's her impression then that's her impression 
I'm not going to spend my time podcasting trying to prove that I'm the exception of the rule. I'm just a regular, average nigga. You feel me? And I've seen damn near all the sectors within the male space and came to the same realization. There's good and there's bad. What else can you do? What, what, and there wouldn't be necessarily good if it wasn't for bad. And vice versa. Bad, which will do you no good as a man. Believe me, I've uh, actually been quote unquote red pill, you know, I guess years ago without knowing at like 17 years old and it gets you nowhere. There's the pattern. 17 years of age. It's not beneficial at all. I guarantee you that 98% of these red-pilled YouTubers who so-called seemingly despise women um, either A, do very poorly with women, or B, they are not living up to everything they say because they are, <laughs> like, there's a lot of lies. I'm just going to say that, okay, guys? Anyways, that's no here or there. The reason this video is so important is because if you now, right, as a red-pilled YouTuber or just the consumers, that's really who I care about you guys, if you believe and begin to tell yourself through your perception in RAS that all women are evil, then your reality will mirror that. All women will become evil. Of course, he hasn't really made, he hasn't really made examples. He hasn't given any, like, evidence to prove that red pill men just look at all women as evil. He hasn't given any examples so this is like the same like it's the same shit as the article from last night dude I hate to I hate to fucking bring this article back but I'm glad I did because it's the same narrative he gives red pill the credit in the beginning a little bit of credit then just goes to the extreme and says that every guy who's a red pill apparently hates all women despises women consider women evil and everything in between. Interesting. Essentially half the population is now going to be despised. Now going further into our RAS, reticular activating system, because I really want to bring this to you guys. If you believe anything to be true, your brain will literally find any and all information to back up this, this bias, right? This is confirmation bias. Where on the contrary, what I'm offering you to do is to, yes, maybe understand uh, the red pill truths on female nature. This is what I choose to do. Understand how the female brain works, but then choose to view them in a positive light because uh, the irony here right? Is if you are viewing anything in a negative light, that goes to show that there's a positive light because you can't have one without the other, right? And the irony here, again, I'm exposing a lot of truths here, but the irony again is that these red-pilled men who so-called hate women actually love women um, more than most people because hate and love are like this. All right, thin line between love and hate, good and evil and everything. This is pretty much the shit that I said before. Here's my spin on it, though. Um... You just going around saying everything is going to be okay or you being more optimistic while you're living a fucked up life. I mean, you may psych yourself into actually believing that. I would not subscribe that to I would not I would not give that advice to any young guy. You know what I'm saying? Like and and you're and you're going off of the female narrative that all of these guys must hate women. And then you say, "Well, all of these guys really love women." And I think we understand women. That term love for a lot of us has, has changed 
since finding the red pill. And I think that's the negative aspect. But at the same time, it's the best way of looking at shit. Love for a man breaks down to respect, consideration. You see what I mean? Like, it's not, you got to get rid of the Disney fairy tale, the happily ever after bullshit. That's what you really have to do. Now, once you do that, your your opinion on women changes. I will say that your opinion on women do change drastically. Now, I'm not going to say you're going to hate women. Um, you're gonna you're gonna view women different. Now, I rant, tell it all the time: bitches ain't shit. Cause bitches ain't shit. I don't give a fuck what a what a what a bitch says about that. Cause bitches ain't shit. The only woman, only woman who will get offended by that is a sensitive bitch. I'm not here for those people. They have enough support by whatever state government. They they have enough support by society. You see what I mean? It's guys like him that's kind of teetering back and forth. He's like, yo, know the nature of women. Know, know the red pill, but red pill men... Don't deal with red pill men. Just know the nature. Like, what the fuck? Pick a side, nigga. Emotions. The opposite of love is indifference. If these guys really hated and wanted nothing to do with women, then they wouldn't be talking about them. But they don't want you to know that. <laughs> That's actually false. Um, because it's almost like how, like how he feels he's really making a point. Like, he literally feels that he's making a point. This is just another Chad... Another Chad-like character, self-developed, that's his channel, which is ironic in itself. He's going to probably talk some PUA shit later on. But here we have another subject, right? Where, think about it. You're telling guys, you're telling other guys that red pill guys hate women, right? We hate all women. Women are wicked and all this shit. Then you're saying we really love women. And then say there's a thin line between love and hate. And then saying that we are just, we are indifferent of women. Let's bring this shit back because this, this, this is a real like mind fuck. See them in a positive light because the irony here, right, is if you are viewing anything in a negative light, that goes to show that there's a positive light because you can't have one without the other, right? And the irony here again, I'm exposing a lot of truths here, but the irony again is that. These red-pilled men who so-called hate women actually love women um, more than most people because hate and love are like this as emotions. The opposite of love is indifference. If these guys really hated and wanted nothing to do with women, then they wouldn't be talking about them. But they don't want you to know that. <laughs> Anyways, so what I'm saying to you guys is, yes, understand the so-called truths, right? But then look and search for the beauty in women because there is a ton of beauty in what they can offer you. And my one problem with a lot of the red pills community is they seem to not um, acknowledge this. And understandably so, it, you know, everybody would rather watch a train wreck than a smooth ride. That's a Russ quote. Everyone wants to know the fuck ups, the problems, the insecurities, the reason why da, 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 da. it does well for views. And this is why I'm making this video for you guys, right? There's a lot of beauty uh, in women and, and the way he's making this video off of a off of ignorantly judging red pill men as a whole right that's that's for views that's pretty much what it boils down to with this guy but he's talking about how the red pill is beneficial so like I'm still I'm still lost here I'm still lost here but then again maybe that's just 
Maybe that's his M.O. Femininity can help you as a man grow dramatically. And uh, I want you to begin to search and look for that because going back to your RAS, your reticular activating system, it will now begin to look for patterns to support any and all beliefs that women are good. Right? They are. They can be extremely loyal. Like I can, I can go so against red pill because I've had an amazing experience with women, and I understand how the female brain works. But I choose to look at the good, not because I'm being ignorant. Because there is, with every bad, there is a good. You need to understand that, and it's just a shame because these men, you know, whether for views, for clicks, for money, whatever, they're only choosing to focus on the bad. I mean, you mean like how you have only been focusing on the bad with the red pill you spent maybe half a minute talking about the positives but then you later on say you can completely go against the red pill how fucking logical is that and this is supposed to be the guy that people look to in order to be self-developed this baffles my fucking mind oh they know that there's good <laughs> and that's why they keep talking about these women. Right. It's kind of like a catch-22. I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole, which I'm not going to go too deep into because it's getting quite late. I'm getting a little tired, and I don't want to say to be 30 minutes. So, Yeah, I just want you to shut the fuck up now. Yeah, we're done with that. Sorry. That's the videos. All right, so let's get into what I wanted to get into because we're already an hour and eight minutes and a whole lot of waffling whole lot of waffling going on all right shout out to replicant fish but what i have here and this is this is good the comic character and a pill perspective now I've already stated that red pill guys are like the anti-heroes. Like they are criticized from both sides. The heroes criticize them and the villains criticize them, right? The blue pill, the normies criticize them because they say they're extreme, they're radical, they're misogynist. Black pill criticize them because they look at them as just PUAs, etc. Okay? They get hate from both sides. Blue pill are essentially the heroes, right? You know, AKA Captain Savaho. You can use examples of that if you want. Black Pill are villains, right? They're villains because similar, you would have you would have red pill guys look at them as too extreme. And then you would have blue pills that would look at them as complete nihilistic. And there is some black pill content creators that are essentially nihilistic. But I don't think that they are essentially content creators. They just do rants. They don't really bring up any information. So when I mention somebody like a Wheat Waffles or, or uh, Coach Black Pill or uh, the C the CBP channel, because he's not necessarily Black Pill, he'll say that himself. But these guys would be vilified, some of them, from just basic harsh fucking realities and them not sugarcoating and trying to sell a motherfucker anything. So starting this off, every man starts off wanting to be a hero. And as a man, in my opinion, to be a hero is to be a husband, to be a father, and to be a family man, right? That's the hero for a man. 
and throughout live throughout throughout our lives we have been told a lot of us these four things just be yourself for one two just have a good personality three there's someone for everyone and four respect all women okay now when you are exposed to the realities you become cold due to being manipulated and lied to so that's the effect of what would be considered red pill rage to some extent. So this would be you becoming the anti-hero, you doing things for you, you having your own motives and what you have to, to get done. You know what I'm saying? What you need to do, because maybe you've been that hero that's been told those four things. But then in reality, instead of just being yourself, you have to be better. And instead of just have a good personality, you have to have that good personality along with looks instead of there's someone for everyone. In reality, there's someone for everyone, but that's for people with special looks, a.k.a. genetics. And then respect all women simply breaks down to respect is a two way street. OK, now, when you jump into the red pill. You have four things you're going to pretty much realize one Looks get you conversation and attention, a.k.a. IOIs, indicators of interest, right? Number two, personality is only valid once you can maximize looks. Three, Darwinism is key to understanding dating culture. In other words, the best man will have the most options, all right? And really, that's just the landscape of the dating market and just the relationship aspect where, you know, the man with the best genetics will be seeked after by the most attractive women. Now, of course, with that being said and bringing up Darwinism, there will always be men left out of the landscape. Number four, you have to make progress in order to get results, whether it's an activity or hobby, going to the gym or understanding female nature, all right? Now, because of the unbalanced landscape of dating and relationship market, certain men choose to remain single and alone with more insight and awareness than your typical pickup artist. And this is considered black pill villains. Why would I equate these guys as villains? I've just stated when I first heard about the black pill and I've heard a couple people consider themselves black pill, they were very nihilistic. Yes, that's very unhealthy. Any person with any person with the wrong state of mind gets their hands on that. God knows what can happen. But then again, to the extent the red pill can kind of be the same way. All right. Because in reality, the black pill is only a negative reaction to the red pill. In my opinion, this is how I gotten deeper into more of a black pill perspective of just knowing reality for what it truly is. Instead of having someone sort of wrap it up into a bow and have it as a program that's $1,000 or make it into a ticket that you have to pay money in order to witness, I'll take things just how they are. You see what I mean? Now, what I have here is a good amount of shit to go over here. All right, so the black pill, genetics is everything. And I'm not saying that to say genetics is truly everything, but when it comes to attracting women, it's... It's over 50% of what you need. That's just what it is. Um, genetics is everything, right? 
women are solely basing their attention or their attraction on looks, money, and status. Now, I've done something interesting. With, with LMS, which is looks, money, status, I've changed it. So looks would equal legacy, right? Money would equal management or no, money would equal maintenance. And status would equal stability. Now, obviously, looks equaling legacy is down the line with genetics and passing the seed and planting the seed. All right. Money equaling maintenance, which is management of money. So a woman doesn't just want a man with with a lot of money. They want a man who's consistently making money. So it's the management of money. And then with status, status being stability and security to women looking for partners. And for an example, a man who only has looks, he'll still have options due to the fact that looks are the first thing noticed. All right. Because a man like this, these are the stories of you always hear about. The bums, the motherfuckers that don't got shit, but they got good looks and they stay with women. You see what I mean? Because that looks gets you in. But of course, the looks will only last for so long, but certain women will, will stay with that guy. Even we, I've known women that will take care of those men. They will personally make sure that man has money in his pocket while he stays home, plays video games, shit like that. And hey, man, pfft. All power to them niggas, man. Fuck it. Yeah, I always envy those niggas. You just got looks. You go. You, I mean, like, it's just the reality. You understand? So let me go to the next example. Um, if a man only has money, then he'll only be seen as a wallet to materialistic women. Although this may sound like the best option, the woman will be present. The women will be present. Oh, my bad. The woman that is present will no longer be present when the money is gone. Um, If a man only offers security or status to an extent, um, he'll probably only be noticed when women are older and less valuable, a.k.a. he's the safer option. All right. Now, both. Red pill and black pill, in this case, the anti-hero and the villain, are both similar. All right. The red pill can easily go to the black pill. Most black pills were, in fact, red pill, but most were only dealing with PUA to get women rather than content creators that could help them understand the nature of women. The red and black pill are similar, but it's only based on the effect of the individual, a.k.a. the side effects. See, because pills, you know, anyway, if a man never had a relationship with a woman, for example, and he's essentially dealing with, you know, uh, PUA light type of content and dating coaches, they're only going to give pointers and short term advice on bettering themselves and understanding approaching women. The problem is the PUA is only being viewed as quote unquote red pill while men while men who promote self-development and introspective thinking is shelved and ignored. So if you become, for example, a gym rat with tactics on how to approach 
without the awareness of female nature, you'll just become a blue-pilled alpha. It happens time and time again. The last guy you pretty much heard was the closest thing to it. I think he was like purple pill because he acknowledges the red pill very little for the things that it does and then just completely obliterates it. Completely shits on it. Right? But on the flip side, let me scroll this down. On the flip side, if a guy has awareness and female nature, but is out of shape, he'll only need to look smacks. But if he's not motivated to bettering himself for himself, he'll do the same thing costume alphas do. And that is pedestalize women. You dig? So there's that part. And now I want to get into this other thing that I had written down. By the way, this is all me. This is all me right now. So right now, I want to talk about why the wall is only biological. And what I mean by that is what we would, what some of us would believe, and I think looks have a little to do with it, but you have to understand her looks going down, an older woman's looks going down compared to the average guy, she's going to have more sexual market value because there's going to be a lot of guys who want to fuck her. Now, her problem is there's not going to be a lot of those guys that want to be with her. All right. So we're going to get into a couple of things. One, if a woman is 30 plus years of age and she wants a man, she can get one. Like I said, of course, in a lot of ways, the man who shows her genuine interest is usually guys she's not into. But if all else fails, she'll go to her layaway providers, a.k.a. her beta male orbiters, to find resources and security with or without commitment. Number two, the wall is only biological, meaning the panic of not having a husband or child doesn't mean she can't find horny men. Three, she'll only be searched for by men with little to no options. Therefore, she'll most likely ghost him along with others and still say she can't find a man. Number four, did I say number four or number three? If I didn't, That was number three. This is number four. There is a real MILF and mature lust or fetish by younger men. This doesn't, however, mean that these guys want to marry mothers. It's just a fantasy. Women at ages 40 plus will seek younger men for for validation and compliments similar to women as a whole who come on to dating apps for the same reasons. And like I've always stated, where guys fuck up at, women will go on dating apps to get validation. They don't go on dating apps to really get dates like that. They'll go on dating apps to see if they still got it, if guys will swipe for them, just so they can get their little boost of confidence, right? So a lot of these older women, they'll do the same shit because they'll know there's a group of horny guys out there. And there's a lot of older bitches that I'd fuck, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Would I date them? No course not anyway um saying women hit the wall doesn't mean the woman can't find a man it means she's no longer youthful enough to get the attraction of men she wants that being said because of this harsh reality women will cope with these things they will cope with these sayings these are four sayings one i'm waiting for my prince charming aka disney belief 
two, a man is not strong enough for me, a.k.a. she's problematic and masculine. Three, all men are trash, a.k.a. all the men, all the men that she attracts. Four, I can do bad all by myself, self-explanatory, red flag automatically, okay? Keep those things in mind. Now, I've came to this understanding because I've realized that guys, see, men, men are very, we are like, we, we can be cutthroat, but we can also be very weak. And I found that with all the friends that I've had, and including just evaluating myself, right? I've realized that with a woman, especially a woman that you care about, you become a weaker fucking man. And I think a lot of guys, when they think about how weak they were while in a relationship, it's not, it's, it's a weird type of weakness. It's like that care and consideration that you have for a woman it, it kind of blinds you from the realities that can be in front. It can blind you from the red flags and just the yellow flags, things you should be paying attention to. Right? That's 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 the fucking reality of it. Now, I re- relationships like I've always said, and I stick to it. It's fucking pointless today. You know anything that you would expect. If you've been out of the game, like myself, for close to 10 years, you've you've pretty much, you've seen, like, technology just go above and beyond to where even when COVID was, was truly feared upon, motherfuckers did nothing but stay on online dating apps. That's what they did. They stayed on these online dating apps. Religiously. I got to park this car. Hold up. All right. So even when COVID-19 was going down, right? What was the one thing that they advertised, right? Social distancing. But the other thing that they advertised was like dating apps. Oh, well, you can have a date through a video chat. Yeah, meet that person. Like, and how could a guy, and this goes along with the black pill, how could a guy just prove personality where you going on a dating app, the first thing a woman's going to notice is what you look like, my man. See, women, it's different for a woman. She can talk from her perspective because out-of-shape women and obese women are looked at as still queens and goddesses. A fat man is a fat man who needs to lose weight. A man who's scrawny is a man who needs to eat better and, and, and get exercise. That's just the fucking reality. See, women, they live in la-la land. See, I'm fat. I got cellulite everywhere. I got this bikini on, and I'm still bad. Bitches validated. Simps, these fucking manginas, they'll validate it. Oh, you gorgeous. Oh, you fine. You bad. Despicable. Disturbing. 
But older women are just older women, to be honest. Now, if you're that guy who's looking for a family, oh, well, the older woman may not be the option for you unless she has her eggs frozen or unless you're into older bitches. Unless you see yourself 20 years down the line as a 20-year-old man and that woman that you're with is 60. If that's your thing, then that's your thing. Most of us, we only jack off to, to old bitches. I would fuck an old bitch, but I, I couldn't I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't do it, like, permanently. I wouldn't be able to. I couldn't. Other guys, shit, you know. If, if that's what you want, then that's what you, that's what you want. The fuck am I? Who am I to judge? You know what I mean? It's like the whole, like, you know, a lot of guys, they're getting a bit racial. They're noticing the, the white race slowly. Y'all y'all need to make kids then. Shit, what the fuck? Well, there's this, like, and this is a quick rant. Like, there's this, like, thing now where, you know, the white race is all of a sudden, like, disappearing. And, you know, a lot of these weirdo, hardcore, uh, white, uh, like, hardcore white wing, I'm not even going to call them right wing, white, white, white ring, white wing guys, right, are talking about, we need to protect our race, and, you know, we're losing this country to these people. Like, I've heard some funny shit. Like, to me, I don't get offended by it, it's just funny to me. I fuck white people, I mean, I fuck white bitches it's like my form of reparation. I have no choice. And and I find them attractive. I find white bitches attractive. So just like I find black women attractive, but that whole that whole conversation is for another subject. I mean, the whole subject's for another conversation for that matter. But it's like white people now and it's all for them. For white people, very unique group of people because they generally only divide when it comes to class and politics. And white people are not united the way that black people think. I, I don't know what this mix, misconception is. Like, like white people don't just look at other white people as brothers and sisters. That's not fucking true. I don't know where a lot of these guys get this shit from. If you listen to a lot of these niggas, you would think that we were been in a race war already. A white person that, that speaks on just his experiences and may say something that a black person disagrees with, they'll jump completely into the fact that the nigga's a white supremacist. Like, this shit is crazy to me. That was one of the many things that I had to unplug from. That that race, that race debating, that's just that's just for the fucking birds at this point. Niggas don't fuck with me like that anyway, because I'm bold about being conservative and fucking with Trump. So a lot of niggas didn't fuck with me. I had family. I had so-called friends, people that I knew my entire life, unfriend me over my decision to fucking with Trump. Just think about that. Friends and family. Right? And, you know, if any of those people try to talk to me today, I'd keep the same energy. Fuck that. I'm going to like who the fuck I like. I'm going to be who the fuck I want to be. And if people don't like it, they don't got to fucking deal with me. Because trust me, I'm not trying to deal with a lot of y'all niggas either. 
that's just, but me personally, I had to become that. I wasn't always that way. I had to deal with people. I had to, I had to constantly deal with motherfuckers and constantly deal with the same bullshit and the same nonsense to come to the, uh, the ultimate conclusion that I'm, I'm probably just better off, uh, dishing this shit out alone. Solo campaign mode, veteran mode. Okay. There's too many people that are just willing to put themselves into groups. And I understand that with the red pill too, because it's very intriguing. You know, you look at this and people will connect this shit to a cult. They'll connect this shit to white supremacy, like the article last night. And it's just not the fucking truth. It's not the case. It's all bullshit and lies. But then a lot of things that are that are told within the red pill and the manosphere, that shit, that shit would also be considered, that shit would also be considered a lie. Right? The wall isn't what you may think it is. You may want it to believe that a bitch can be whoring around and then at her 30s, she'll gain weight and be unattractive. Some bitches are keeping up. I'm just going to keep it real with y'all. It's a black pill truth. Some of these bitches are keeping up past 30. It's just they can't find the man and they can't attract the man that they want. The only thing that they attract is essentially beta male providers who will forget a woman's past just out of loneliness and and other things. But anyway, it's 5.52. We did a a pretty... uh, a pretty good episode. I forgot I did 30 minutes earlier, so this is going to be a two-hour-plus episode. But that's that's just how I'm going to do it. Tomorrow is going to be the same shit. Hopefully, I'm able to do the 30 minutes in the beginning because that actually helps. That benefits me a lot. But I done what I wanted to do because I was able to get off. Well, we get out of work this week. Well, tomorrow is going to be supposedly the last summer hours, which before it was seven, it was seven fourteen to four thirty. Now it is seven to three. Tomorrow will be the last seven to three, and then after that it will be two thirty to three thirty, and then Labor Day, which is the fifth, I'm off, and then after. After Labor Day, uh, going back in the next day, but that's only a half day, so I got to figure out what time I'm coming in then. But anyway, shit is just, this, this summer is ending. I'm not too depressed about it because, honestly, I didn't do anything during the summer besides work. I had two vacation days, and I did I dedicated both days to podcasting, which I don't regret. You know, it's just the situation that I'm in constantly working and becoming a fucking wage slave and actually being comfortable with it because I'd rather be a wage slave than just be doing the shit that I was doing uh, five years ago, which was just standing around doing nothing. So my final take is you're going to come to the understanding regardless of where you are in life. If you're that guy who believes that all of this is bullshit, like don't even listen anymore. Just don't listen because a lot of shit that I'm going to be talking about in the near future is going to be very harsh. I'm going to be really talking that shit because me, I'm an anti-hero through and through, but I'm a villain with my shit.
very villainistic with my with my shit. You see what I mean? Like, cause like I I've dealt with being the doormat. I dealt with being the emotional tampon. I dealt with being friend zoned. I dealt with being manipulated and gaslighted. I'm not just saying this because other people said it. I personally been through it, which is why I relate still to it to this day. Only thing that's changed is that I get older. I don't think a person who's 17 years old should still be red pill when he's 35, 40. That's just my personal opinion. A lot of people ain't going like that. Who the fuck cares? Right? Life is not a popularity contest, contrary to the lives that people live on social media. Because in real life, IRL, oh yeah, shit is real. You know, people can get away with pretending that they live fantastic lives. If if I'm at a shitty point in my life, I'm not going to lie to people about it. I I would just I would rather not talk to people at all than to talk to someone and feel that I have to lie to them in order to gain their acceptance. I don't give a fuck. But that goes back to being transparent. But as I always say, it's damn near the end of another day, which I finally have more than enough time to upload this and actually relax before having to get ready for this final summer hour workday. But in the meantime, and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.